Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast about beers and video games. I'm Ben, returned this week, here with two more returners, Lucy. Hey. Hello, I'm a returnee. And Adol. Hello. Thank you both for holding down the fort in my stead. Um, as, as viewers will see, if you're a listener, you can go to YouTube and go to what is it, Out Vibes Network, to have a look when we post this up and see. I'm in my kitchen. I'm having my office redone. And my daughter hasn't started school yet, so it's easier for me to be down here to oversee childcare, essentially. Uh, but I'm going to be here for the next little bit of time. You can see some lovely plants, a little toy kitchen, a bin. Stuff that's in a kitchen, I guess. Oh, set dressing, yeah. Yes. yes. Lovely. Um, obviously... We're here with Adol and Lucy in their usual environments. I can see lots of beautiful bottles of beer, Lucy. Mm-hmm. I can also actually see half a beer as well. Yeah. Um, Started early. I think it's from Kinnegar. Yeah, it's from Kinnegar. Nice. It's called Craggy IPA. Craggy. Nice. Craggy. Interesting. Mm. Nice. Nice. So... Uh, we'll start with you, Adol, as you're finishing that one off, Lucy. Mm. Let you crack into your first beer this week. Cool. I'm having a beer from our friends at Brooklyn. Oh. It is the Bel Air Sour. Um, 4.5%. It's Brooklyn, so it doesn't say anything more than that, except, of course, that in Quebec, the refund is 10 cents. Hmm. While the rest of Canada, it is five cents. Oh. Uh, mm. Given that it's in New York, I'm assuming they need to do the Quebec thing so they don't have to make separate Canadian labels. Probably. Um, and, you know, Quebec and Ontario have proximity to New York State. Um, yes, so it's the Bel Air Sour, 4.5% sour from Brooklyn. It's a dry hopped sour ale. Mmm, lovely. Is this, um, did you pick this up separately or does this come as part of the Beer 52 box? It was, it was this, yeah, this month in Beer 52 is New York, I think. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. So uh, I was yeah. going to sign I, up because uh, I was like, ooh, New York. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a time of the month slash year where Beer 52 is sort of the beers I have for the next little while until uh, some money transfers come through. Yes, mm. I got that. I got that box today, and I can say, having had a quick look at some of them, the colouring on that um, sour is very nice. The label-wise, mm. not the beer itself. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like yet, this lovely. I so I don't know if you could see it, um, but it's this lovely like pastel um, pink and blue, sort of very light blue, turquoisey thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Versus the, like, the really strong colors they usually do. Um, yeah, it's good. Uh, so I'll pour that. Uh, why don't, um, ben, why don't you tell us what you've got? Uh, yeah, so I've got a bit of a mixed week 
um, probably this week and probably next week as well, um, for two reasons. Uh, Adol, you and I went with some friends to uh, Left Handed Giants Brew Pub. We did at the weekend, and I picked up a couple of cans from them to have on the podcast. Uh, so we're going to have one of those tonight, but that's going to come second. The first beer is a collaboration. It's a Siren um, brewed beer, but with North Brewing Company and Salt. Uh, and this is one through three, uh, uh, 6% IPA. Uh, it's got a little bit of flavor text on the back. Uh, a collaboration between Siren Craft Beer, oh, so no, Siren Craft Brew, Salt mm. Beer Factory, and North Brewing. This beer takes the best of each of our flagship IPAs to create something unique, yet with elements of each recipe taking turns at the forefront. Okay. Interesting. Expect punchy aromas of mango, passion fruit, and peach with citrus and pine notes leading to a tropical finish. Doesn't give me the hops or any information other than kind of like the allergens and stuff. But... I picked this one up from um, Morrison's from the supermarket and I thought I'd drink it tonight because there's been, if any of you are part of kind of like the Facebook groups for um, for craft beer or like supermarket craft beers, there's been a little bit of a war going on between Morrison's and Tesco's. Morrison's have been dropping some big beers, um, mm. which all released, I think, on Monday. Um, I managed to get this and a couple of other beers, a few newer beers from Northern Monk. Uh, a very very lovely stout that I had last night, um, which was a collaboration with Lervig, which is worth everyone's mm. time as a little trip to Morrison's for. Um, okay. But there's more coming. I know a few stores are getting some beers in from uh, Omnipolo, uh, some some other Lervig beers as well. There's some North beers going in, and Tesco have just announced, I think today and yesterday, that they've got a load of new beers coming in as well. Almost as a response. Um, to, to Morrison's as if it was planned somehow mm. um, and yeah I thought I'd crack this one to start with to see what our new level of supermarket IPA is coming to now hmm. that's interesting because I haven't been in a supermarket for months <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I doubt the one by me to be fair would have any of them so <laughs> <laughs> I just fair. imagine it's a it's a barren wasteland most of the time. So um, I know COVID times. It's, it, yeah, yeah. I know it'll a load be a of set the, for um, a zombie film. So. <laughs> I know a load of the beers. Um, some of them are super limited. So like the Omni Polo one, and I think the Lervig ones are only going into maybe like twenty Morrison's stores. I guess because oh, they really? could only they could only. Um, source a certain amount um so you know it's good to see them kind of going in uh be interesting to see kind of how some of these are priced i think the ones i've got were four quid so they've bumped okay. up from their kind of three pound three pound fifty kind of mark I guess because that makes sense right um lucy what beer have you got i'm gonna start with a heller's lager from Galway Bay Brewery. Uh, this is hmm. called Slow Lives. Did I have this on the podcast already? I hope not. If I, I have, don't think so. so. I've definitely had this beer before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just hoping I didn't. Whoa. Okay, I can't read any of that flavor text. Um, it's white text on like cream background. So I'm not oh, even no. going to try. 
Uh, my eyes are not that great, so they're alright, but they're not that great to read white te text on cream uh, background. So yeah, so hell is lager. What's the ABV? Five percent. There's the can. Nice. Uh, I mean, it's hard enough to see on the camera, but yeah, you can't, you can't see the text. Very, easily. very white <laughs> on the camera. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like staring um, directly into the sun, so I'm not going to bother. <laughs> Good. We'll come back round to you, Adol. How's the beer? Uh, uh, it's actually, given that it was dry hopped, you can tell there's like a, some, some sweetness and some almost melon. Um, but I am surprised that not the nose isn't too strong. Mm -hmm. So given that it's dry hopped, you'd think maybe some of the dry hopness would come out and have a stronger nose yeah but it is oh it's kind of exactly what you want from like a four percent sour it's not too sour it's really refreshing it's um i think because it's a it doesn't seem like it if you look at it right it's got this sort of honey orange small mm. bubbles but it's got just the right amount of carbonation which I know, if you can look closely, maybe no, it won't focus. Uh, but there are there's a constant stream of small bubbles, so it's actually more effervescent than it looks, and that helps sort of that sour taste come through. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's really quite. Um, it's like a light sour that has, like I said, some some sort of hana cantaloupe melon sort of okay. vibes as well. Um, but it's just it's it's not too tart. Um, what does linger is this this light um, sourness with a like, like a melon through line. The sweetness from the melon kind of disappears, but it sort of has this really, really like immediate. Oh yeah, this is tart, mm. uh, and then it's like you know not super tart, but it's a tart and a little sweet, and then that's sort of goes down two steps and then stays. Yeah. So you have this nice, like I said, bubbly. Oh, yeah, this is a sour, but then it's like, cool, and now that part's over, and it, you can still have that taste, but it's not overpowering you. So it's kind of like you get this hit with, this is what a sour should taste like, but then not, not any of the, oh, no, I'm stuck with this taste for maybe too long, which is very hard to, to find in a sour where you have that initial hit of strong-seeming sour, but then it doesn't it goes away so quickly that you're not left being like, I'm gonna have to sip this really slowly, or, or I'm just gonna pound it back to get to get through. It's like, oh, actually, what lingers is, like I said, like two steps down, um, mm. and so it's yeah, it's just like it's a it's an interesting way to do a sour of having it sort of seem punchier than it is. I guess I don't know how yeah. else to describe it. Yeah, that's fair. How uh, about you, Ben? Um, it's interesting. I've I've. <laughs> Just as I was about to sip it, I thought I'd pour the rest of the can, which has taken me dangerously close to the top. Uh, I'm going to sip it before I show everybody so it doesn't spill everywhere. It's very, um, very, very light in colour. Like super light. It's got a little bit more of a yellowy tinge. You can probably tell if you're watching, viewing us on Twitch or um, catching the VOD somewhere, YouTube or on Twitch. Um, I'm a little darker because my settings decided just mm. to drop suddenly. Um, so it's a little more yellow. It's a little lighter than you can kind of see, but it's very, very clear. Uh, it doesn't have much head whatsoever, but it's really, really easy. There's mm. not 
a big flavor to it. It's very, again, as the coloring is to it, it's very, very light. But you do get those tropical fruits coming through. So there's a little bit of that passion fruit coming in as well. Um, a little bit of the mango. I'm not sure if I could have picked them out had it not have said that. So you're definitely kind of getting softer tropical fruits. A little kind of stone fruity as well. Um, but it does have a, a little bit of pininess to the back end. Uh, and that element lingers quite nicely. Um, yes, interruption from Kim. She'd like to try my beer. Um, <laughs> one of the joys of being in the kitchen, I can't hide myself away and drink all of my beer. I get interruptions for little tasters. Thoughts? Nah, that face says nah. <laughs> no. Um, I appreciate the effort, though, Kim. Yeah, <laughs> they, appreciate, they appreciate the effort. Kim says it's too lagery. I think oh. I think that's the piney finish. I think that's that yeah. slightly ah. danker, pinier finish to it coming through. And with it being kind of a clearer, uh, crisper beer as well, you can kind of uh, definitely get that element. But you are getting those tropical fruits kicking through quite nicely. Sounds it's right. easy, but yeah, it's it's just really light, really really light, but nice, nice, very easy. Uh, Lucy, how about you? Yeah, it's nice looking beer. It's uh, it's it's, it's mostly clear, just a little bit of haze, a little bit of cloudiness. Nice light straw color, nice foamy, foamy white head. Yeah, it's got. You know, quintessential lager smell. Mm. Bit of lemon, bit of zest. Yeah. What you expect? Uh, Carbonation-wise, can't see much of it now. There's a little bit, but we'll see. Yeah, that's really that's a really easy lager. Mm. You haven't got too much carbonation, so it hasn't got that like fizzy, gassy. Like horrible taste that a lot of lagers can have. Good. It's quite smooth. It's it's slightly creamy, um, mm. but you're still getting like a lot of freshness, a lot of zest, um, bit of lemon. Not too bitter. Getting a bit more sweetness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a really good lager. It's it's nice. it's easy. Hmm. It's not. I'd say probably some of the best craft lagers that I've had are probably from like. Um, Don Zoko, they do a Hellas one, yeah. isn't it? Their main one, yeah. Yes, I'd say that's probably like top tier um, mm. craft lager that I've tasted. But this is definitely a step below that. But it's still, it's it's still nice. It's pleasant. Um, yeah, you could easily drink a few of these like on a hot summer's day, and as I say, not get that horrible gassy feeling that you get from other lagers. So good. It's a good beer. I, I like I like this brewery. Um, Mm. I bought. I buy them off Honest Beer. I hadn't really heard of mm. them prior to that, but they do like solid beers. So, mm. is it the the oatmeal IPA? I think that's in a four forty mil can. I really like that one. That, that I, I can't remember if I've had that on the podcast, but yeah, I I I'm finding myself keep repeat buying them because the fair price, they taste decent, and yeah, good. Nice. Good Heller's lager, yeah. Perfect. 
is it the kind of a kind of hellas always uh, make me think of kind of like not the kind of lager that you sit in the middle of the day to sit it's kind of more the beer that comes after the day of drinking it's kind of more mm. something that you, you want to stick around the same kind of style and the same kind of flavors but you want something a bit more um, from a lager you know not just a standard lager mm. not maybe a pilsner or something hellas always kind of stands out to me as being something that's maybe just a little bit bigger bigger yeah it, it, this one's not too malty so it hasn't got that big malt forward mm. profile so it's definitely a bit more restrained a little bit more pulled back so i would this attribute this to like yeah i could drink this during the day like several mm. of them um it's it, it seems even though it's what five percent it seems like a lot lower session strength like kind yeah. of light fours so yeah i mean nice it's it's, it's halfway done and that's only because i've been talking (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's good brilliant right let's enjoy these and we'll crack into our topics uh this week i don't know i think you started off with adam last week didn't you and i was going to come to one of the two of you the opposite one who didn't start but adam started last week so i don't know who to come to adam adam we'll never start with you do you want to chat about yeah um what did i play not a lot has it really been a week? <laughs> what is time? Exactly. Uh, yeah, I actually... Oh, now I remember. I was going to bring up the news that came out tonight about the Microsoft speakerphone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The Series uh, S? S. X, the Xbox Series S, yeah course i say that i didn't realize that you were going to come to me first and i don't have the news up it, it, it long and a short box. of it is that it was leaked um the images like the the the, the assets yeah um just like the marketing assets for this uh speaker um it was like confirmed that well th- this it is was it, the leak. yeah it, it was, was leaked and then the xbox state. shortly afterwards yeah. confirmed it yeah, release date price and that the fact that it does actually exist which we all knew because like so many like <laughs> product um manuals had like xbox one s no, yep. xbox series x sorry uh yeah. stupid names uh, xbox series x in there like yeah so do you <laughs> think that product. by the end of the the product line they'll have the t u and v series <laughs> <laughs> i think it i think it makes sense for, for now, it doesn't make sense coming off. Um, sorry, for the future, it doesn't make sense coming off the Xbox One X and Xbox mm-hmm. One yeah. S. It, it's just convoluted. But you, you, calling something a series, and yeah, I mean they've already painted themselves into this corner. Yeah. It's like I mean, they're just being called the Xbox Two, but you know, yeah. what are you gonna do? Um, so, um, for those before we jump ahead, mm-hmm. just uh, for the if people haven't seen, uh, it's uh, supposed to be a two hundred ninety nine dollar US uh, or two hundred forty nine ninety nine pound. I think it'll be the uh, same price. It usually is. No, no, I think of, it has no. been confirmed. It's two forty nine. It's two forty nine confirmed. Yeah, yeah. Really? yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. I think Eurogamer. I think I saw it on a Eurogamer tweet. Yeah, that's, that's insane well. because usually it's like price parity between. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think it has to do with tax and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you do you do see maybe a bit of a like a a, a fifty 
difference if you're up towards mm, that $500 or yeah. $600 mark. But the $300 but, mark, usually they just are happy to eat that absolutely. difference in profit. Yeah. Um, or in November 10th? Like £280 or something yeah. like that. But, yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. So, and it comes out November 10th. Um, so and it you, is. Sorry. Go ahead. I was I just going to say, it's marketed as the um, smallest Xbox ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, they like their um, superlatives, I mean, don't they? It's they big, yeah, it's, it's like, well, absolutely. we've got the fa- all of the flops, the most but also the smallest. smallest. Yeah. Yeah. The smallest, um, and, most powerful. Yeah. Which way and around it, the road uh, that? It, um... Yeah, so it's the smallest. Yeah. It's discless, I think, is the, one of the yes, reasons why yeah. it's so small. And then supposedly the um, and then the the Series X is going to be five hundred dollars. But I didn't actually get a confirmation on what the. I didn't see a confirmation on the price of the Series X. Being, I, I don't think there has been. I think that is yeah. still a rumored um, a rumored price point. But interesting that they have dated. What was it November the tenth? For both, um, for, yeah, it's you. You, I mean, it ain't far away. It's two months it's two off. Months. Two months. Um, but also, it this the, what? Yeah. So that's a thing. Before we get into what we think of the price, I the fact that they announced the Series S because that got leaked, and then they give their price, but then they're like, "But we're still not telling you the price of ours because we're playing chicken with Sony." Really, that makes pisses sense, me off. You know? yeah, I mean, it but yeah, sense. I know it's just. I mean, because, like, you wouldn't confirm it at this point because, as you say, they're still playing chicken with Sony. If Sony are, like, 500, then they'll be like, yeah, 500, but if Sony's, like, 450, 450, they'll be like, yeah, it wasn't really 500, it was 450. Yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) I I cannot see, I mean, I I imagine the PS5 is going to be between either 450 or 500. Um, and it will be, and it, and it will, but it, I think it will be um, like price parity across all of the currencies as well. So if it's five hundred dollars, it's going to be five hundred quid. Yeah, I, I, I don't I see is that. The place, I, I think the PlayStation is going to be more expensive. What do you reckon? Six hundred dollars, maybe five hundred and fifty quid. Twelve thousand. Mate, I've only got four hundred pounds saved in cash. Okay, you won't need, yeah, but you won't need to buy it for another two years before something <laughs> useful comes out. So <laughs> That's very true. Um, That's true. But yeah, that, so that Astro Room. Oh. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's like the only thing that seemed interesting. (laughs) But we're not in like the PS One era where it's like, oh, this cool demo thing built onto the console. This is not Alex the Kid where that was like, you know, ooh, a game. This is like, (laughs) this is a freebie that they're throwing in. Absolutely, this is not anything someone should be really. And I can't imagine it's. And I would imagine if it's going to come out with. You know, every console. It's not a product that's going to be sold separately because they would be nothing to sell it separately on. It's the one going um, in the junk folder on PlayStation. Yeah, but it and it, but it's not kind of it's not one of those titles that you're like, well, it's a thirty pound game, so you know, yeah. discount thirty quid. That's actually what the console costs. I don't think it's quite that. It's as you say, demo. I think it's much more of a demo. Yeah, yeah. It it's like the, the it's like that VR worlds so. thing that came with mm. PSVR, right? It's just here is a way that we can do a weird demo of the things that developers might use, but might never you know might never see. Yeah, and I felt um, that stopped being a 
interesting prospect in like the PS2 days. Like, yeah. Hmm. Um, the um, so the unless it's like bejeweled on like the Xbox 360. <laughs> the um, just to jump back a little on track, the Series S has a different GPU, um, mm-hmm. which is weaker, but still apparently can play the f- flagship games. Um, and I suspect mm. what it might be is that it, they the specs they released were 120 frame uh, per second at 1440p and 4K upscaling. Right. So it sounds like what they've done is they've then looked at the hardware and be like, okay, so if we're gonna we're gonna have to brag about 4K, so what's our what's the frame rate we think our 4K gaming can be at, and then we'll just get the GPU that can do that at 1440. This is my guess, right? Um, how how does this compare to the Series X? How much is a Series, Series X? X can do 8K. Do you mean do you mean Xbox One? Do you mean One X, X or okay, Series sorry, X? Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. No, I don't mean Series X. Xbox mm. One. Welcome to X. fucking problem. Fucking. I th- I think I think the only difference is the uh, One X is well, technically it is upscaling and checkerboard 4K, but yeah, but it it, it goes up to 60 frames per second. Yes, the, 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 that's the, true. So true. So yes. The, Technically, on the, you know, just reading the specs, that apparently this one would be more powerful than the One yeah. uh, X. Also, the big which thing which I can is believe. The... I mean, it's two years later. Yeah. Hardware's, but... you know, parts have gotten cheaper. Xbox have gotten better at making tech. To be honest, yeah. as a company, anyway. So. Yeah. Um. The the other big thing is um, the thing that they 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 want to brag about is ray tracing is on the mm. series s which won't be oh, really? on one x because yeah ray tracing is what they're bragging about on both um in the same way that nvidia has for the past two two generations right, well, that's really um, impressive so, so fair, it is really impressive right it, it, i mean lighting is what price. what makes or breaks immersion in environments is my humble yeah. opinion yeah like, um, ha- haven't been a x owner myself like hdr is by far more impressive than 4K. more pixels yeah. yeah, I mean, if you can do like like this is why the Series S actually has me kind of interested. It's got ray tracing. It's got high frame rate at fourteen forty. I'm okay at ten eighty. I have a four four K screen, but like I also, and it, I mean the big problem is if I'm sitting here, less than an arm's length away from a television at four K. I do notice when I run things at ten eighty sometimes that I can see pixels, but it's like mm-hmm. outside of that. I mean, I can also do mm. this. And then they kind of disappear. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, th- there is a solution. Um, but, like, outside of that, like, when I... The few times I've... Because like, this is, like, a... Not the greatest HDR panel, but it is HDR. And I've noticed the difference. Um, and I have yet to really experience too much of the gaming with or without. But what I have has been really, like... Oh, yeah, this, this feels like when I first saw 1080p. Like, yeah. it feels like that big jump. Like oh HD, it means yeah. a thing. Um, not Play 4K, like, yeah. it is the same. And so ray tracing and HDR, I think if you can do that at a reliable frame rate, which I maybe I'm an old man, but I think 60 is probably okay oh, yeah. for most I, people. I think I don't see them hitting even at the end of this generation. I don't see anybody hitting 120 reliably. 
on anything. I, apart digital, from maybe digital Naughty foundry, Dog. <laughs> digital Foundry are going to be in work for years, mm-hmm. years to come, testing yeah. <laughs> all of these machines and all yeah. of the new games and every yeah. you know, th- yeah. every tagline that is thrown out there. In like I mean, six I bet, years, I bet the Naughty Series X it, could. Nobody else. <laughs> yeah. I, I bet the Series X and the PlayStation Five could play like Crisis at one twenty frames per second. <laughs> nah, well, the original ten eighty p. Yeah, not the reboot. The OG one. No, no. Ten eighty p one twenty. Yeah, I believe that. It, no, no. It is. It's one twenty. It's just no. four colors. Just really <laughs> swift. <laughs> no, because when I look at things like. Like most of the games I play, apart from like maybe, oh, no, I can't remember having anything play. Maybe the original Doom, like reliably at like sixty, not original Doom, but twenty sixteen. Uh, twenty sixteen. Yeah. Play reliably at like sixty frames. You know, Hitman. Mm. Hitman. I mean, I O do. I think they're doing voodoo over there, but like yes. four, they do like four K sixty, and yeah, it's just nuts what they can do. But yeah, it's few and far between, to be honest. But um, well, I think the other thing is secretly the game devs know no one can fucking see that many frames. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. as long as they That's can like show a peak of one twenty mm. for like one twenty sustain for like five seconds, they're like, look, we did it in our tech demo, yeah. and then like, oh, it only goes to seventy five. No one noticed. <laughs> yeah. But Until they get their and, FPS yeah. counter on, and they're like, "Thank me," and then, then like, people, and that's Nvidia sells them a bigger card the next year. Win-win. Like, there's so many, like, because as you say, Ben, like Digital Foundry. How many videos have you watched, and it's like, oh, this is a reliable 60, 60 frames, or even thirty. <laughs> it's like, Ooh, they're all I'm, over the place. I mean, stuff is stuff is all over the place, and that's been a lot to do with you know, um, like the retail space on the screen, what's been going on, particle counts and all those sorts of things. And I think mm. that was kind of the big um, selling point going up to the current generation from the previous, you know, the whole idea that more stuff could happen. You know, I, I remember, um, was it Dead Rising 4? They're like, we can have four billion zombies all on it's screen at once, frame, all yeah. coming yeah. towards Dead the, Rising the, tra- the frame rate on that chugged. I yes. love that game. I and, put hundreds of hours into it, but that chugged. And PlayStation days, were so. very much, look at all of these particles. Look at all of the exploding things on the screen. Look you know, at you look at something like Tetris Effect, and it's just fucking stuff. No, Ben. It was a knack. Oh, it, it, was it knack. wasn't that then. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Not when it kind of released. And I, I, I sort of see this generation as being the same kind of thing. You know, we had HDR, what, halfway through this generation... Uh, ray tracing, yes, is a newer thing, so that's going to kind of be built in. But I think the particle stuff is going to be, um, you know, the stuff, the amount of things that kind of go on on screen, and having a stable frame rate is going to be the the, the thing that everyone is kind of clambering for, or at least what the manufacturers are coming from, not necessarily what the consumer is clambering for. And we've seen yeah. with PlayStation kind of that. Um, was at the Ratchet and Clank kind of demo where fucking loads of stuff is happening. Too much stuff is happening for you to be yeah. even able to track what is happening. I'm, like, I'm too old for this. I can't, oh, I mate, can't see what's going on. Like, <laughs> I can but, so uh, much yeah, stuff. I, yeah, I don't give credit, uh, enough credit to PlayStation for that. How their HDR uh, integration in this generation was literally just a patch. Yeah. 
It's like, yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Save me money. So. Mm, absolutely. Um, but yeah, getting back onto the uh, Series S. Um, yeah, I, looking, as I was saying to you, like, like looking from it from a perspective of like, I st- if someone still has their launch VCR Xbox One, <laughs> this is su- such an enticing um, yeah. prospect. Not, not just if you're you know, integrated into that ecosystem, but just for next gen in general, like, even though those stats do seem a bit optimistic, in my opinion, um, yeah, that, uh, 249 quid is nuts, um, because, yeah, I bought my Xbox One S for, like, yeah, all in all, I got it for, like, 125 quid, it's like, yeah. that is a good piece of tech, so, for... Like as I say, they've just gotten better at making hardware now, and it's like, what you know, whatever you're getting, it's a, it's going to be a quality product. So, and yeah, the big the big thing there is that, like they've act, they're actually passing on the savings of hardware over the past couple of years, yes. very aggressively, mm-hmm. um, which is nice. Because yeah. like, I mean, I think this is why the Game of Chicken was what it is, right? It was because the hardware has gotten cheaper, but like if if they both kind of charge close to the same high price they can kind of get more monies <laughs> so like that like part of this game of chicken i think is actually sort of oligarchy collusion of like how much can we not lose probably but like charge above what you know we would have to aggressively mm-hmm. set mm-hmm. the market at if we just had to be like look they're around and we just like if someone said you need to have the price out today they'd be like like a month ago they'd be like well i don't know what playstation's going to do I want to win. I'm going to take a a, a big hit to ensure I'm aggressively priced. And actually, this game of chicken yeah. is sort of allowing them to feel each other out. And I think this is yeah. kind of plays into that. This is Microsoft saying we're re- willing to be pretty aggressive. Yeah, and that it's Very Microsoft much. like they're you know billions. So it's like I think they're. Yeah. I mean, that's Sony's why I not. always thought Sony will Sony would price it higher because. They don't want to make that much of a loss, if a loss at all, on their hardware. Um, so, whereas Microsoft, they seem, yeah, as you say, more aggressive this time around. Yeah, so, we'll take the hit. We're Microsoft. Well, yeah, I, think, right? I think the Microsoft coffers are a little bit deeper than <laughs> Sony and PlayStation. Just PlayStation <laughs> um, are kind of their big area, aren't they? PlayStation's the the area that brings in a lot more money than than a lot yeah. of their other sort of departments apart from like image censoring or something like that which is kind of like Microsoft you know, where could their write this off and in from. yeah Bill Gates um, would be like here's some spare change in my pocket there yeah. you go <laughs> but I think I think it's, a, it's it's an amazing price point for a for an entry point into the console space it's an amazing price point for anyone that doesn't have a um, high-end PC anyone I mean, that wants to play the Xbox exclusives you know I can I can and I can very happily sit here and say, I don't need one. I've got a PC. I can play anything yeah. that's coming to PC Game Pass very well on my PC. Okay, I might be upgrading in kind of the next couple of years. That's kind of my headspace. I know I'm going to be upgrading my PC sometime soon. I'm probably going to opt for a PS5. I'm not the person that this is aimed at. It's not aimed at me. No. But it's aimed at a lot of people. 
yeah. same for I mean, a lot of people that have maybe one console, they don't have a PC, that they want to maybe you know dip in, and they've been PlayStation gamers, they want to dip into the other side, they want to kind of, or they... I think it's know, not them. Oh, okay. Who do you think uh, it it's is? Not, it's, it's, it's people who started gaming on the Switch and want to play more Ooh, games. Oh, yes. That's what the Series S is. The Series S is I want to see this more competitive more triple a space at the price of kind of what i paid for my switch yeah. that's yeah. what i'm used to paying for a console yeah. but this yeah. is like more hardcore more intense and some more adult things and it's, a back catalog yeah. of xbox one games and it's the same price as like a launch switch and yeah, yeah. That, that that whole here's the marketing speak is it xbox all access or something like that where you yeah. can uh especially the mobile phone um like kind of pay package where you pay like twenty five quid oh, a month. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's zero percent APR. Because like, I yeah. would have been like, if you can't afford to buy a console, don't buy it on interest. But it's like zero percent APR. Mm. Yeah, and nice. you get Game Pass Ultimate thrown into that. So it's like, yeah. Why not? Right? Uh, yeah. How many uh, <laughs> how many months are you paying that for though? I think it's obviously if it's twenty seven thousand. Yeah, interest free. Yes, twenty five pounds a month, and it's a two hundred and fifty pound box. They said they're I think, throwing I think that it's in. Two is it years. twelve months or is it is it over two years? So you're actually paying five hundred pounds, five hundred, six hundred pounds. No, it's over two years, right? I mean, Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't know, but it, it it works out as a decent price considering you got Game Pass Ultimate. So I mean, I think the, what's, what's basic Game Pass Ultimate. Sorry, Just yeah, sorry. Go. What what's is up? Game Pass Ultimate? Ten, twelve, fifteen pounds. Fifteen, I think. Fifteen. Okay, Which so you're looking at allowed, say, yeah. so so say the console is 250. You're paying if it's 15 pounds, it's 150. Another 180 pounds. You're looking at about 420 quid for uh, a year of Game Pass and the console, paying over a year. So yeah, 25 pounds a month, 48 quid, two uh, years. Mm, and you own it we're kind of getting um, close but yeah. actually it's still you know it might oh, yeah, be interest but that's, free but they're still making money on it I was going to say yeah oh, I mean God, the yeah. thing is <laughs> if it's two <laughs> years if it's I, 18 I months to be fair you it's can two years ju- I just looked it up <laughs> there are people who are like oh, saved wait, all their rewards points and like getting a free Xbox one <laughs> Xbox Series X the amount of phones that you can get on contract now that give you a free TV, a free console, yeah. a free uh, something else is absolutely insane. Yeah, and I, I would imagine that kind of you will see next year so many, you know, the release of so many mobile phones which align themselves and say, buy this phone and get yourself a free Xbox Series X, uh, uh, Series S. Mm. And everyone goes, well, cool. I've only, like Adol said, I've only got a Switch. I've only got a PlayStation. I can get myself a free console and then dip into all of these kind of games. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so it, it is. It, it, uh, according to the website, at least, it seems like it's twenty-four months. Okay. Um, but you do get so you can start it now, and then up w- after you've done eighteen months of, uh, you get a free console upgrade. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what some people have been doing. Um, but basically, if you do the maths, it's it's like it around the same price as paying for everything 
yeah. out of pocket, but it's it, not. It's just, it's just I mean, a nice. It's just the fact that there's an option. It's like yeah, and I even say, if they like, make twenty quid, it's still. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you if you want it that badly, I don't know. Yeah. How, I mean, I'm not saying it's the best. You yeah. like if you can't afford the two fifty, <laughs> but I mean, if you can't afford it and want it, I mean, I don't think yeah, it's so it, irresponsible yeah. that you yeah. end up paying two extra payments it, or whatever. As I say, because so, yeah, because it's not percent APR, so it's not like yeah, yeah. They'll need your credit card information or whatever, but it's like yeah, zero. That's still six hundred pounds. Yeah, but well, so so, some, so the thing is, know, that, that it's, it's hard to quantify, it, like, right? Because they have a three it's, tiers. It's just good that there's an option, you know. More options is never a bad thing. Well, it is when everything is called Series Y, Series X, Series T, I mean, Series A, A, four, <laughs> yeah. seven, five. Four hundred pounds so a month, twenty-five pounds a month, sixty-one pounds fifty uh, actually, a month. Ben, I'm glad you said that because the. The Xbox One S all digital is seventeen ninety nine. The Ooh. Xbox One S console is nineteen ninety nine. And on, wait, 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 wait. Xbox, sorry. Xbox, because because their what current prices aren't their oh, current did... prices are not the series. It's oh, for this current okay. gen. It's right. the current price. The current prices they have are for the current gen, which is yep. the yeah. S digital S disc X. Yep. Because and they so, started this program about two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, so it's seventeen ninety nine, nineteen ninety nine, and twenty one ninety nine. Okay. The key that you have to remember is if people it's zero percent APR at twenty four ninety nine. Uh sorry, uh, for twenty four months. But if you don't fully pay it off, I don't know I don't know how much you're required yeah. to pay, etc. You're getting seriously hit because it's a lending firm. Yeah. And that's how zero percent APR works, right? So it's it, it's a sm- it's a smart decision if you can stuff. keep your yeah. costs in, but yeah. like give it if you want if you knew you're going to pay uh, Xbox All Access anyway, right? I, I think that's not a terrible idea. But how people get in the track trap is the usual. Well, I didn't think about it for two years. Yeah. Oh yeah, but I've worked for some insurance companies. We're not name names. I'll just say this is um, this is a. This is the good version, yeah. <laughs> rather than the <laughs> cynical, we're bleeding you dry every I mean, month I mean, I, I completely know? get it. You know, I, because I you can a... get an Xbox One from one mm. of those companies and be paying it off for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> I bought a kind of... The only thing I've really ever got on finance currently is, is my car. That's how I pay for my car. Mm-hmm. But uh, there is interest on that. The only thing I've ever really got that's interest-free was a mattress, a new bed mattress... Mm. which we basically went let's buy a reasonable one mm. and then pay it off you know kind of monthly which worked out quite well we could budget for that uh and luckily we were in a position when we had to you know when we've upgraded our mattress recently that we could just kind of pay it outright but i think you know we were paying like 35 pound a month for a year for a mattress yeah. and it was, it was nothing really out of our, you know, the budget we had kind of as our combined household stuff. And some people aren't going to be able to afford it, absolutely. And, and there's going to be lots of people who kind of rely on their parents to be able to get them into this space who, you know, may not have the, the means to be able to kind of buy it outright. And absolutely, this works very much for lots of people, especially people who aren't yeah. in the console space. Yeah, look, yeah, like, uh, no, these consoles are not marketed towards me. I already know that, and it's like I'm putting myself into the position of like, oh, maybe if I was, uh, if I didn't have that cash, I was 
17 or something had a job i'll pay that money absolutely there you go my parents are not going to buy it for me outright i'll pay that money whatever now as a 30 year old i'll be like hmm maybe not buy a console on on you know credit because that's not a way i'd want to spend my money if i don't have that money to spend then and and 25 25 quid isn't even a night out anymore so over, again, <laughs> I mean, what? so That's over a cheap. month, you're not even missing out on a night out. That's if two that stairs. Is, you know. Yeah, <laughs> two imperial stairs. <laughs> it's one. It's it's about it's one round when there's a few of you out. Yeah, um, few free. So it's it's you know in 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 relative kind of terms that it's not very much. So. Some people, for some people, yeah. it will be. Some people, it will, you know, and, and, and twenty five pounds will be the way that like, they can cover it, yeah. and that will be Christmas sorted for a lot of people. Yeah, it's Game Pass Ultimate that's the real seller. Like, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. I would have loved that as a kid. You know, <laughs> I love that now as an adult. <laughs> it's very good. Right. Yeah. Should we move on? Should we open some more beers? Mm. Oh, talking mm. of expensive yeah. things. Uh, let's open more beers. Although my beers weren't expensive this week, so I should shut up. Lucy, yeah, I'm you drinking... finished last time. Well, you can lead this time. Okay, I'm drinking a beer from Crack and Lervig. Uh, oh, okay. Collaboration. Now this is white text on orange. Um, <laughs> well, What's a nice can? And it's in Italian, so. Is it a cheetah? Is it called the cheetah? It's called something. It's called party animals. Um, nice. Yeah, like weird orange leopard print. Um, yeah, it's a double dry hot to rye IPA and it's 7%. Nice. 400ml can. Not going to read the flavour text if there's any. I haven't had a rye IPA for a long time. I had one yesterday. Hi. <laughs> Fair enough. From Kinnegar. Nice. Kinnegar Bay. Uh, Adol, what have you got next? Uh, a text message apparently. Um, <laughs> I have the ye old stout will never go out of style from Evil Twin. Ooh, nice. Uh, five point five. Bleep, 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 bleep. Let's try that again. Uh, 5.4% barley, oats, hops, yeast, and water. Not in that order. Uh, meow, 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 meow. That's it. Just a nice, classy Evil Twin can. As always, although it's hard to tell because this one's black and white versus usually like white on a two-toned color. Mm-hmm. But it's like a gray, a light gray on the black. They've got their little patterning. Um, but yeah, uh, keeping up the, st- the one stout a week requirement that we've been having for a few months now <laughs> all through the summer uh, right I'm going to open up um, a double IPA from Left Handed Giant Ooh, as mentioned nice. earlier I picked up some uh, cans as a takeout from Left Handed Giant when we were there this is Fossil and Fern which is 8.2% it lets me know that the hops are Cryo Citra Motueka and cryo mosaic. That is everything. Tells me that it hops fade fast. Hops fade fast. Please recycle. Still cold. 
the, the writing there's a tiny tiny label it says vegan friendly it's a, it's a big V but v, the words vegan friendly are very very small mm. um, and then it just tells me the allergens that's about it it's a lovely can left handed giant have lovely can arts just some ferns and lots of colours uh, so yeah I shall open this and we'll come back to you Lucy yeah um <laughs> it doesn't look like a right IPA and it doesn't really smell like one for me it just looks like a New England IPA Oh, Merck 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 it's like uh, yellow in colour um, yeah just a bit darker than straw coloured uh, but yeah proper Merck very cloudy I, I could smell it like the tropical fruits like immediately like even you know, about a foot away from my nose, you can still smell them. Mm. But I expect that with, like, crack. And Lervig like the fruity beers as well, so... Yeah. Smells good, man. Smells like vintage cloud water. Like the, oh! Like some of the, like, you know, series, uh... Series beers, the double IPAs. Mm. Smells oh, good. the good old days. Yeah, like, like, multi-mango. Nice. Looks good, smells good. Tastes good. Yes. Excellente. Don't know where the rye is. Don't know where it is. But I don't care. This is good. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's got a bit more maltiness from the rye in it, but let me give another swig. Um, no, it's just, it's, it's really more piney than anything else. Just piney and fruity. This is just like a fruit bomb. <laughs> yeah. It, it's given me a lot of like, as I say, those cloud water flashbacks. Getting tons and tons of fruit, like on the front and on the back. Like, as I'm speaking now, you're getting some bitterness at the end. Nice bitterness, nice pininess, but you're still getting that fruit as well, so. Mm. How viscous oh. is it? Um, because it looks, it I'd looks say it's thick. Probably about the murk makes yeah. it look it thick. Does, yeah. saying there's a lot of fruits, a lot of stuff in there, it makes it it's, seem yeah. like it's quite a big, thick kind of beer, almost yeah, soupy. Yeah, I'd say it is a bit soupy. Mm. Um, it, it's it's not actually. I was saying that I was about to say it's not too heavy, but like some of that alcohol from that seven percent now is like. I'm starting to feel and getting yeah. that warming sensation as well. So it is, it is heavy. Okay. But not, it, it's it's definitely not as dense and viscous as it looks, though. But um, I think the lack of like carbonation probably has something to do with that. It, it's 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 not taking away any of that uh, viscosity. So mm. maybe because it's been sitting around for a while. But to be honest knowing these two breweries I'd, I'd probably just imagine they they probably just made out to go for a complete fruit bomb yeah and just stuck a, a rye IPA on the can I don't know but <laughs> yeah, double dry hopped you can you can definitely tell it because like the aroma is just it's 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 all there it's it's just it's like an assault I can still smell it <laughs> and it's like <laughs> And the nice. fruit can still taste the fruit, can still taste like that pintiness. It's 
This is a really good beer. As I say, I don't think it is what it says on the tin, mm-hmm. but I really don't care because this is a this is one of the best beers that I've tasted in lockdown. Ooh. To be fair, so. wow, <laughs> yeah, this is really good. Nice. Two, they're two great breweries. Like, yeah, Cracker like one of my favourites. You know, like if I see a beer from them, it's like, oh, I know that tastes good, so I'm gonna buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody loves Lervig. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's as I say, it's, it's not much carbonation to it, so yeah, it is giving that like bit more heaviness, and that the seven percent doesn't help that, but it's fine, it's good. Yeah, fair, good. Mm. Enjoy it, Adol. Hmm. Come back to you if you're stout. Your evil twin stout. Yes, my evil twin stout. It's uh, it's got a lovely. Malty caramelly nose, like a hint of sweetness on those malts. Just gives mm. a nice, yeah, that nice rounded nose. Uh, nice and dark. Some legs. Um, it's got a nice viscousy feel, but I think it's actually just good mouthfeel and strong taste. Because now at the end, I'm noticing it's quite thin. Okay, so it feels. Bigger, it's yeah, it's five point four percent. I just wanted to double check, um, but it immediately comes forward with the, these roasted, um, like quite roasted, um, multi notes, really full flavored. Um, yeah, it's um, it comes f- forward with this roasted multi taste, uh, finishes a little sweet and then kind of thin. Mm-hmm. In a way that, like, I've got that roasted and and some bitter uh, coming off of that. Um, not quite coffee, just sort of like I said, roasted notes. Uh, and then noticing, oh yeah, it's quite thin and it's leaving quite quickly, except for this lingering sweetness, which I think is what makes that sort of caramelly nose and that rounds out the the beginning of the taste. But because of that slight sweetness um, and and the bitterness are the only things that linger, it actually kind of makes it finish kind of like a, a, sort of the very the actual finish, the long lingering thing is kind of acrid, mm. just because it's a little, um, yeah, the, the the bitterness and the sweetness are interacting in a not ideal way, but everything before that was really good. It was nice sort of boisterous without it being in your face, but just sort of fades to this. Um, thin, so I don't have to reach for the the glass again, but also kind of acrid, so I probably will. Mm-hmm. Just to sort of stave off how... Because it's actually quite a long finish, but again, the bitter and the sweet are not doing... They're not dancing together. They're sort of mm. facing off. One after the other. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Like I said, the... The like slightly sweet and like really roasted um, taste is is quite good. So the fact that I'm gonna reach for it more often is probably is is okay. Uh, it's just like if I if, this isn't the stout I would pick if I wanted to just slowly sip a stout because the finish is just not ideal, but it's long. Mm-hmm. So as long as there's a taste, like normally if I want to sort of nurse a stout, it's like oh as long as there's a taste in my mouth, I can just leave it be until I grab another sip. When that's yep. finally faded, and here it's like, once the good stuff is gone, I'm gonna to want to replace the not so great mm. stuff. So I'll drink it faster than I would want if I wanted to nurse a step. Yeah, yeah. 
How about you, Ben? Um, ooh. Ooh. It's got a nice nose. Fruity, but a little bit dank as well. It's a lot thicker than the previous beer. Uh, a little more orange as well in colour. Hmm. Uh, obviously, in my branded left-handed giant glass. Uh, oh, yes, of course. Looks looks perfect. Representing Attic Yay. today. Nice. Uh, nobody? I need some, I need some more glassware. <laughs> I need some more glassware. See, my problem is all my branded glassware is just stuff the house has had, and so yeah. it's stuff I don't want to necessarily represent. So yeah. it's like, I prefer the Pint Glass <laughs> by Pint Glass Co. <laughs> um, this is very subtle. Hmm. It's got a little more body to it. It's a little viscous. And the alcohol does creep in very slightly. But... I am getting a lovely kind of toffee flavour leading into a nice piney, like easy piney bitterness kind of towards the end. It's two sort of flavours that I've got this malty kind of toffee note, slightly burnt perhaps, that does lead really easily into the pininess. That The previous, the siren, um, kind of was like fruit, Pineness, and this just eases its way through both of those. Uh, I'm not getting a huge amount of fruit. It's not like a juice bomb. It's not big in those kind of tropical fruit notes. What is it? Citra, Motueka, and Mosaic. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's. A, I'm getting a lot more of the malts kind of kicking through in this and leading. And there's a little bit of dankness. It's very, um, I don't know when this was brewed, it's a little kind of hoppy, there's a little kind of greenness to it, greenness. Um, this was canned on um, the 3rd of August, so uh, over a month ago. So it's not, it's not you know, a week of freshness, but you're still getting maybe a little hoppiness, a little more dankness to this. Um, which is nice. It works very well with those kind of those multi, those slightly sweeter, slightly toffee, multi notes to them as well. Uh, but it leads out. It, it flows out really, really easily, really, really well. Mm. Both that multi nature and that pineness stick around. It's not quite like yours, out of where kind of stuff's going on, nice stuff happens, and then that kind of fades quite quickly. You want to go back in. This, this sticks around for a long time. And I'm going back to it because I just want more of it rather than that having disappeared from my palate and me reaching kind of for it. I'm starting to get a few of those fruits through, but it's definitely backseat kind of tropical fruits. Um, there's not much on that at all. A little bit of the sweetness, and I think that's a bit more from the alcohol than from anything else. Oh, that's very easy. It's so easy. So easy. Little like sweetness morning. in there. Just, uh, I think it's easier than a Sunday morning, Lucy. It depends <laughs> how much you've had on a Saturday night, I think. Um, <laughs> it's easier than yeah. Lionel Richie. <laughs> it's definitely easier than Lionel Richie. Um, it's not quite Stevie Wonder, 
but it's no. it's you know it's there it's there all the commodores no oh oh i'm gonna enjoy this <laughs> excellent um, i think i'm gonna enjoy this but i think i'm gonna jump in because i think one of the games i've uh played and that i want to talk about is something that you are currently playing lucy Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple of games I want to talk about. Um, that one I'm going to leave to my to be my second game. The first one I just want to touch upon, which is something I think I'll return to and talk about a bit more next week, is uh, Paradise Killer. I've not spent a huge amount of time with this. Mm-hmm. Over an hour, about an hour and a half, roughly. But, my God, that is a game with style. <laughs> it, it's... A Paradise Killer is this kind of first-person narrative detective game. Um, you're uh, traversing around, having conversations with the inhabitants of a uh, like a city, a world that has been Paradise. made, and you get thrust straight into the story of this game, and kind of all of the absolutely insane kind of uh, backstory about how this world has been created and how there is this council and these judges and all of these sorts of different things and how this world is made and these inhabitants kind of flow through these different made worlds and there's demons that come in and kind of try to take over and the world has to be remade again. Uh, But you're, and the character that you play is brought in to... Uh, investigate the murder of kind of the, the the council, the people who remake this world each time, and you're going around talking to the inhabitants of it. But it is just vibrant. The music works fucking brilliantly mm. with it. It's so good. And yeah, I was listening to a few tracks this morning. Um, there was mm. just a rock paper mm. shotgun article saying it's the best. OST of the year, and it's like it's, it's fantastic. Oh wow, it's yeah. really good. And you d- and you discover more music as you kind of explore uh, the island that you're on as well. Um, but you're kind of it's 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 not quite a uh, detective game in terms of kind of what you you know people kind of get these days in terms of like you know doing a detective mode in one of the Arkham games or kind of like the Witcher stuff. It's not that sort of stuff. It is uh, interrogation. You're talking to people, you're questioning them, you're asking them about things. So you might go up to a character and say, what was your alibi? Uh, Mm. Where were you at this time? What do you think about this? Uh, Why do you have this in your possession? You know, those kinds of things. You're questioning people to come up with um, what you think happened and who you think did it, essentially. Um, and as I say, I'm not that far into it, but I've had some excellent interactions with some characters, and the the the, the written text and the way that characters, the characterization, is really really good. Uh, you play as oh, what is she called? Oh no, it's gone from my mind. What she's called? It's a ridiculous name. Absolutely, ridiculous. all of them Isn't have it ridiculous like lady, names. Lady something. Lady. Die, lady. Lady something. loves die or something. Yeah, something like that. I started googling. I started googling spirit fairer. So I mean, uh, lady love uh, dies. Mind. Lady love yeah. dies. Yes, yeah, there you go. My um, is but she stuff, is, yeah. and she is animated as this slightly more robust, slightly thick character. And I'm like, oh yes, 
absolutely i can see her fucking getting into it and then she has this like flirtatious kind of dialogue with another character and you get these options whether you can flirt with them or you can shut them down and you know depending on how you kind of treat them that might give you more information and give you more answers and lead you down more paths and as i say i haven't played much of it i haven't you know got anywhere near uncovering much of this but it'd be interesting Mm. to see how that plays out you know how those different ways of treating people actually give you different answers and where that may lead you um but as i say it's so stylish yeah Uh, yeah. it's it's pure 90s radio it does Um, it's so it's so 90s um vibrant (laughs) yeah it, I mean, it does. It has a little bit of Phoenix Wright to it as well, in terms of that kind of like, um, you know, you're deducing certain things, you're trying to work stuff out, you're questioning characters and things like that. So, yeah, it's but like Phoenix where, Wright, LA Noir ish sort of. But, but where those games are like very linear, I've heard that just from looking at the reviews that, and obviously you haven't got that far then, but that um, it it's all based on your deductions i.e. there's no wrong answers no like, yes yes yeah that's cool. it definitely it definitely said that i think um it starts you off with a couple of uh, um kind of explanatory paragraphs essentially saying uh, like fact and the truth are not the same you need to uncover the truth you need to uncover facts you can use fact to uncover the truth you know that sort of a uh, very obscure, open sort of nature to it, and I think I could see myself going through this and being, "This is the killer. This is the person that did it, and this is the evidence I've got." And actually having a case to be able to make against them mm-hmm. and support an evidence for that. And I think it can be very open-ended. I think there's lots of stuff that could lead you to different people, and hopefully those dialogue options do change things and 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 actually do lead you down that because as we've talked about on many occasion you know dialogue options for the sake of being like it's left or it's right we kind of want those dialogue options to blur things and to lead you Mm -hmm. to your own conclusions and stuff like that and i think this will do it very very well Uh, i need to put much more time into it as i say i've played about an hour and a half um i've yeah it's it's been on my wish list for i don't know how long Um, yeah but yeah, I, I didn't clock it until I went on Steam to just look it up. I'm like, oh, this game on my wish list. So mm. <laughs> I'm happy to hear uh, it's good. Uh, it's at, I think it's, it's like 25% off or something like that. It's 20% off right now Switch. until the 11th uh, at 12 quid get, on Steam. I might get it on Switch because I think it's around the same price. So we're like going game. to publish on the 11th. So if you're listening to us on day of release, oh, sorry. you can go and oh, pick this up. Yeah, you can go pick it up with that discount to it as well. Uh, but it's, uh, I mean, so far from what I've played, it's fantastic. It's really good. I'm really enjoying it. Um, am I enjoying it as much as the second game that I'm going to talk about? <laughs> the second game is crack to... cocaine. So, Mate, Spiritfarer <laughs> is is ridiculous I mean I played maybe an hour and I'm thinking I need to I need to go back I need to know <laughs> what these characters are I need to know what's happening in this world I need to play some more and I played 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 a fucking lot of this game and it has absolutely shot up my favourite games from this year wow because it's so well written I mean yeah. there's there's some 
there's some kind of past the time elements to it you know a little bit of busy work kind of stuff um if you don't know spirit fairer is a game where you are a young girl who stella. is stella yeah who is helping stella. characters to pass through to the other side so there's some heavy heavy uh topics in this all about death and there's lots of kind of conversations and things going on about how these characters felt during their lives, what they've accomplished, what they may not have accomplished, how they felt, whether they wanted you there. Um, some of the characters, I don't know whether it's a lot of them, but know Stella from kind of like real life. And this very much takes a, um, a, a fantasy vibe to kind of things. And I'm yet to determine and, and work out kind of how that, works into this like what is that kind of twist that that changes this so you have um each of the characters are animals rather than people and you're traveling around a sea going to different islands to collect characters or different resources it's a nice version of the river sticks it is a nice version yes yeah. absolutely but i i played um summer in mara hmm. uh, not that long ago which very much kind of gave me um wind waker vibes spirit fairer is pure wind waker um hmm. it, it, far loan sales vibes it's given yes me. yes it's that as well um it's really narrative driven yes you have a lot of things so you can build you've got two elements of this game you have the element where you're on your boat and then the element where you are on land and visit different islands and stuff whilst you're on your boat you can build different buildings which will do certain things so you can build a what's the word a foundry where you can smelt ore that you pick up from the islands or a mill where you can turn um <coughs> logs into planks those things then enable you to build more stuff enable you to build houses for all of the inhabitants that come onto your boat uh, enable you to build or cook or uh, craft um, fabric certain things that you kind of need to do quests for these characters so they can then go through their story to pass through to the other side uh, the, 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 the kind of the crafting and building element is weaved quite well into the narrative element for these kind of characters and it uncovers lots of different things and lots of lovely story and lots of lovely narrative for these characters um, and I felt myself, even though I'd only spent time with, you know, a couple of characters for you know, an hour, an hour or two, and taken them to different places and uncovered stuff, like, I felt for these characters as they were passing over to kind of like the other side. And the way that they, the, 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 the writing is when they're talking to Stella and saying, you know, this is what I wanted from my life. This is what I want you to kind of remember me. But I'm like, fucking hell, this is deep as fuck. And some of them are related to Stella and that kind of that relationship very much shows through. Others of them may or may not be. And I'm kind of questioning whether they are. And, and one character which passed on, which I didn't have any affinity for whatsoever, who I'd kind of done quests for and helped them reconnect with another character, brought them onto the boat because the other character had asked me to go and find them and done some stuff for them. I'm like, nah, I'm not feeling this character. So... And then suddenly that end dialogue when you're taking them on your little kind of rowboat to the gate to let them pass through. 
Like, holy shit. Is that it is is this character which hasn't said it at all, is that actually a relation of hers? Hmm. The way that suddenly this conversation is happening makes it seem like they have a deeper connection with Stella than it might appear at first or, or yeah. you know and stuff kind of comes through and, and and the way it makes you feel about these you know random fucking animal characters that you've just built a desk for or put some pictures <laughs> up in their room for and given them their favourite meal and all of these sorts of things it's done so well um, it's by Thunder Lotus who did Jotun so the art oh, is yeah. in a similar kind realize. of vein it's very comic-y it's beautiful uh, they yeah. have upped their game massively and whilst it kind of you know is still similar to kind of Jotun it, it builds on that very very well you know the reflections in the water are fantastic the particles and the lighting mm. is lovely oh go I, on I, then Luce I, I, I just say I disagree with just that that you said where you're saying they've stepped their game up because okay they've always had beautiful art in their games like yes Sunday they have was, yes yeah i i think it's I, i'm just glad they've got a win this time because people are paying mm. attention to their games like i didn't gel with Jotun or sundered like and like sundered was like a 2d uh platformer uh metrovania platformer they had like these kind of like roguish elements so i wasn't too infused about it but but yeah like, like Yotun was like a kind of a titan souls top down dark souls mm. kind of combat game can you still hear me am i still here you you're dropping in and out yeah oh, i think you're good now oh no i spoke too soon you're, you're freezing <laughs> am i freezing tell me when i've unfroze you're unfrozen no nope. you're frozen I've, no. <laughs> well, uh, you're definitely you're definitely mm. a little bit and then not a little bit and then a little bit. Yeah, basically little every bit. time you say, oh, I'll just wait a second, you unfreeze and then we're like, cool. Oh, but now you've been frozen for a good 10, 12, 15 seconds. Shall I uh, hang this up? is the frozen talk uh, brought to you by Let It Go Incorporated. <laughs> oh, very good. Uh, she would have said, okay, at some point. But, you know, uh, this game looks sweet. I didn't know. I didn't re re realize it was um, 2D. Yes. Yes. We'll, 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 uh, when Lucy comes back, we'll kind of yeah. lean into that, I suppose. Uh, Lucy, where are you? All right. Talk very quickly now because you seem to be okay. Nope. Nope, she's no, already no, frozen she's as soon as right. you said talk. As soon as you said talk, right... Uh, 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 it's the keyword. The keyword, and she went... Um... Um... Yeah. We'll wait for her to come back, but... Yep. For those of us on Twitch, um, I'm really enjoying it. Spiritfarer is, is, is really good. It's um, super interesting because, like, I um, I look at it and it's like, oh, this seems interesting. Just by the the, the screen caps shots and the couple of um, videos they have on the Steam page, I would have just let it just let it slide by. It just doesn't. Oh, absolutely. And and, and this is something that I was going to kind of mention. I, I it's on Game Pass on PC, and that's the only reason that I played it. 
Aha. I was going to ask you whether you got a code or something. No. no. I mean, to be honest, the, the thresholds of... Well, things that I need to get done and time and, like, lack of guilt for playing games is, is yes. actually kind of refreshing. And it's like, man, eh, maybe... I mean, money's tight, but I can buy a quid for Game Pass. <laughs> I can probably squeeze that out, right? Yeah, there's a lot of games. There's a lot of games. Am I back? Hey, you are yes, back. back. I just disconnected from the Wi-Fi and reconnected, so it's nice. Ah. And you're not staying on green. Now. Yeah, you seem not jittery at all. Yeah. Good. Um, Good. Right. Let me just yeah, mark yeah. down. Hang on. Yeah, let me I mark down. One seventeen thirty. Yes. Ba -da -ba 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 -ba. I remember that in my head. Um, right, yes, we were talking about Jotun. The, the, yeah. the, the, the thing was alright. Right, just jump in wherever. Yeah, and I'll just Jotun ask my question. Was... Oh, no, no, go for it. Yeah, Jotun. <laughs> yes, Jotun was like a kind of Titan Souls, top down, Dark Souls y kind of game. But, um, yep. I didn't really gel with those, but this one, um, yeah, it's. As I said, it's crack cocaine, that gameplay loop of um, just the resource management side of it is, mm. yeah, just addictive as hell. Mm. Um, and, it, and it gets more so, um, I think the more that you unlock and the more that those buildings and the resources that they um, allow you to produce start to then uh, weave together with other buildings you know when when suddenly you're like okay well i need this building i need this building i need to produce this and this which actually then lets me make a, a, a you know a sheet of bronze or something yeah. like that you know stuff which felt a little bit perhaps arbitrary and that you were kind of just doing stuff for for the sake of it are now uh, kind of getting together a little bit more than just the element of kind of like cooking where you can bring two elements you know you can get some wheat and an apple and make something or yeah I mean, so could you elaborate just on what the game play loop is for those of us who haven't played it so you just spend some time on your yeah you, you you're moving between different um points on the map so whether that's different islands different points of interest and whilst you're moving you're spending your time on this boat and while you're on the boat, you can do lots of stuff, dependent on uh, the buildings that you have built on the boat. Hmm. So you can build um, a loom, which will allow you to um, weave different fabrics. But to weave fabrics, you might have to have a garden. Uh, uh, is it a garden or a field, which allows you to grow like cotton? Uh, you can then weave cotton into cotton fabric that might then be used for certain you know buildings or certain items and improvements within buildings you get a foundry and you can go to islands and mine and then use what your you know the minerals that you've mined to turn into kind of ingots which might then be used in buildings and things like that so that is that is kind of a loop it's it's visit places yeah. get resources enhance those resources to and you're also building on top of your boat and you're mm. as you're navigating these this world it's sort of like a you know classic 
Metroidvania kind of loop where it's like, oh, I don't have this item on the boat um, to get to this area. Like, this area is full of like ice flows, and I need um, this particular thing on the front of my boat to get through there because this particular character is saying, oh, go find that person. Mm. Because the ultimate goal is, as Ben said, to take these people into the underworld, see their final moments. You know, kind of like that, fulfill their last wishes kind of yes. um, trope in like most things to do with like death and departing and stuff like that. Right. And it's like, oh, I can't get to this place because is it is it Alfred or Albert or whatever his name is, uh, the shark who sells you your ship upgrades? Yeah, He's like, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I need this for your boat. It's like, oh, I need silk, and it's like, where the hell do I get silk from? Oh. Mm-hmm. I need to go to this forest, which is beyond this, um, you know, uh, ice, iceberg barrier. And it's like I need to go over there, get the silk and stuff like that. So yeah, it's it. it there's always constantly things to do. Yes. Whether it's like micro things, like oh, someone just wants fried chicken, because yeah, when, when I die. Um, yeah, please make me fried chicken on this uh, <laughs> love boat going down the River Styx. Um, and or or it's like there are bigger like you have like all these. What's really good is like the, um, I mean inventory management and it just does those things so well, like comparatively to like an Animal Crossing, which I think is like uh, oh god, it, but purposefully obtuse because it wants you to play for that long and purposely slow. This is just very like. Oh, we're gonna put like here. Here are your recipes um, against like all your ingredients. Go into the select, press select, and you'll see exactly what you need for this quest item or for yep. your next ship upgrade and stuff like that. So it's like you can always check mark everything. It's like everything is just there available, and yeah, even like just moving things around your ship is just so easy and fluid. Mm. It's it, uh, again, coming back to like Animal Crossing, like just moving a building takes literal days, real <laughs> days in Animal wow. Crossing. Whereas this is just yeah. like, oh, I want to edit, and I just want to swap these two, 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 um, two rooms, or I want to move this over there. It's just so fluid and easy. And it's like, it's everything about like resource management games distilled into like, someone sat down and said. What's annoying about stuff like Animal Crossing, Absolutely, Sims, yeah, yeah. Right. Stardew Valley, and stuff like that? Okay, let's streamline that mm. and let's put it on this kind of, you know, um, kind of narrative adventure game towards uh, death. Ben, <laughs> like, um, how you were saying, like, you know, you would, you were involved in like these these animals, uh, these spirit animals' lives and stuff like that. I'm. I'm not really gelling with that as much as I thought I would. Like the, okay. the writing's good. Don't get mm. me wrong. It, some of it is actually quite funny, um, uh, just from like the, the characters that you meet on like all these islands and um, just random lines from uh, the characters on the boat. I think Stanley's the best. Um, Stanley, absolutely. Good things to say. Yep. But good old Stanley. <laughs> yes, Stanley. He for was... those of you who don't know, Stanley's a little mushroom yeah. being. No, mushrooms are yeah. the best. And he creeped me out when I first saw him. I was like, I thought he was turning to the Last of Us, but um, he's <laughs> a mushroom man. But 
Uh, yeah, the, the it kind of reminds me of like a try-hard supergiant game in terms of its writing, which is sure. completely unfair because they are very good at writing um, in their games, and as I say, the writing's still good. I, I I'm actually quite pleased. I'm not like um, emotionally involved until like uh, some of the some of the last dialogue. It is just like oh yeah, and the music's playing this very like sweet saccharine music. It's like mm. yeah, this is this is where you'd be tugging at my heartstrings, but I'm just glad those heartstrings aren't getting tugged because it's like sure uh, that's happened enough this year. But um, yeah, yeah, something like that's so like supernatural and like ethereal and whimsical i think i got much better writing in like in the likes of like kentucky right zero okay. and mm. that hit way harder and way more successfully for me um mm. this game is not beating you over the head with sadness uh, they honestly like probably on a product page explain it as like it's 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 lighthearted. it's you know yes. whimsical it's a romp but yeah i'm not i'm not gelling with that as much as i thought i would but as i say it's not a bad thing because you know, we've done enough crying in the year 2020. <laughs> so That's I don't true. need that. That is I'm, an I'm understatement. Of society's ills. Yeah. Needs, I need animals to help me weep. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, I, I, when I first... I mean, I, I've, I've been looking at this game for quite some time now, but and the fact that it came onto Game Pass is great, but... Um, when I knew it was like, oh, this is the direction you're going in, it's more resource management rather than like, uh, you know, adventure game platforming, mm. which I'd more vibe with. So I was like, hmm, don't want to play it, you know, am I going to vibe with this as much as I thought I would? But it's the resource management which has got me. Interesting. You know, hooked. Mm. It, I, I, I ha- like, I loved talking to you two, and it's the highlight of my week, but. I'd rather be playing Spirit <laughs> right That's fair. Yeah. Um, there is, I mean, you're saying about the platforming, there is an element of platforming to it. Mm-hmm. So uh, um, Stella does upgrade as she traverses around the world. So she can kind of like then double jump, she can glide. There's certain things that you can kind of unlock with the more people that you invite onto your boat. Um, and in the later sort of stages, there are... Um, islands that you go to which require you to do quite a reasonable amount of platforming uh, which are enjoyable you know the platform has never been kind of frustrating it's very easy to kind of get to grips to I'm I'm playing it on PC so I'm using a keyboard to be able to do a lot of the stuff and and and, uh, I know Luce get yourself a controller man what are you doing don't even need it don't need it because it's so easy it is easy on this game what are you doing (laughs) Put <laughs> your life out, mate. Jeez. Wait, the time I'm getting to play it is when the little one is watching PlayStation, <laughs> so I can't take the pad. She's, she's using oh, it. All right, okay. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, they never but they never came up with a silly remote control for the PS4 like they did the PS3. Oh, they <laughs> remember that I, the Blu-ray I, remote? I, I wonder whether they have. We just it's so gone under the radar that no one knows it exists, but it does. I, I actually own. I have a PS3 Blu-ray remote in the drawer right there. <laughs> I have a PS3 um, one. Fucking hell! <laughs> DVD, DVD remote. Jeez. Oh man! Now I'm super curious if there was a PS4. You have remote. a look. You have a look, and and we'll, we'll finish Spirit Spiritfarer there. Because neither of us have finished it quite yet, so we'll no, see how no. that, that. I think I'm probably know. on the same 
same part as you, which is funny considering I, I only like really got into it yesterday. So I put I, in a lot been, of hours in the last two days. <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've been getting this game in like a little hour here, little half well, an I hour there. Know. How do you control your addiction like that? It's no. hard. It's very, very hard. Um, we will once Adol has researched and he knows whether it's it. We will uh, move there, on there to definitely your has been. Yeah. Yes, uh, Lucy. Then, hmm. what do you want to chat about this week? Whilst uh, you're frozen and broken up and all all over the place again. Yep, my freezing no, again. Just frozen now. Yep. Uh, can you hear me though? She's not going to get to talk about Tony Hawk's issue. <laughs> That's the whole reason I'm here. Sorry, mate. <laughs> oh no! Um, oh no, she's gone. I, I she's used gone. so much of our time talking about Xbox. Well, I came up with a topic that we talked about for more than four seconds. Yeah, yeah. it's like I'm paying attention. <sighs> now she's gonna oh, come back, back, and it's gonna be like, oh yeah, we have twenty seconds, seven seconds left on the ad break until decided to run, and then Lucy's oh, gonna be <laughs> completely okay, and in the the twenty seconds, yep. it's gonna she's gonna die. Yeah. Am I back? Yeah. Welcome back. You, you are, are back. back. Hey. Yeah. Okay. The next ad is yeah. for PlayStation. Oh, it oh. should be 10 seconds to th- finished. So. There's seven, one more ad. Six, one more ad. Five, four, <laughs> Amazon original. Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne. Jason. Uh, so, because of the Twitch delay, uh, I yes. think we should be. We're back from break. Hey. The ad break is over. So, Lucy's welcome back, returned. Lucy. Hello. I shall Lucy. continue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony. I always spewed you frozen, and and <laughs> I and it's exactly what we said. And I took the sip, and then I looked up, and Lucy was frozen, and I almost spat everywhere. She has frozen Fuck. again. Fully yep. frozen again. Yep. We might have to tag her in for goodbyes when she gets Maybe. back. Maybe. Maybe. We got to talk about our beers still. Yeah, Even if we don't get to Lucy's topic this week, I'm sure she'll. That's what I mean. Tag her in for, hey, what yeah, beer yeah, yeah. did you like? Rather than trying to struggle with sure. a really broken conversation on her topic, and then maybe, maybe later in the w- tomorrow we might be able to talk about something. Maybe I don't know. I got nothing. Hmm. Ha! <laughs> and this session in from Lucy, Tony Hawk, real good. Wrap up if you need to. <laughs> I'm glad that came through on the Twitch chat. Yeah, rather than anywhere else. Uh, yeah. Lucy, we still need to know what beer that you enjoyed. Why don't we start wrapping up? Uh, as Lucy is uh, a, a constant set of spinny circles, yep. spinny squares, in fact, on the Discord. Uh, Adol, we'll come to you first. Oh, no. Uh, I think, uh, so one thing I will say is um, that acridness I got used to. And so, like, oh. it's I haven't finished the beers because I mm. actually... Um, that thing that was sort of bothering me on the evil twin I got used to and so it stopped being a thing uh, <laughs> uh, stopped being a thing uh, that was a detriment I still think I'm going to give it to the Bel Air Sour just because it did that really interesting hey this is strong this is a sour it's exactly what you want from a sour but also it's not lingering so you can kind of take it at your own pace um so, yeah, I think it's the Brooklyn Bel Air Sour, but I will say that the one thing that was not um, sort of I wasn't super chuffed about on the Evil Twin uh, ended up 
disappearing after about about a third of the mm-hmm. way through through the can um and so it's also quite good uh as a nice sort of roast forward uh with a little bit of sweetness stout but yeah it's the bella sour by brooklyn oh nice okay looking forward to both of those beers mm. actually so yeah yeah good to know maybe i'll drink them in succession as well, I'm gonna have them on the same evening so I can. And you be like, "Oh, Dill was totally wrong." Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Perhaps, perhaps. Um, for me, uh, this week it is the left-handed giant. Again, uh, I haven't finished it yet. I haven't been reaching for it. I've just been enjoying, uh, enjoying this beer. Um, it hasn't got me grabbing for it. Because I need to quench that thirst, to quench that taste. Um, it's very, very easy. It's so nice. Um, that maltiness, kind of, as the more I drank it, that kind of toffee note did give way to a little bit more fruit. So there was a little bit more um, kind of uh, danker. Um, slightly stewed fruits going on in there, which kind of um, opened up the more that I drank it. But that that kind of that multi toffee note kind of still resided over everything, leading into that nice piney kind of finish. Uh, the collaboration from Siren North and Salt was yes. nice. It's a really easy bit, very very um, very quick to drink as well, uh, and I think kind of as a supermarket IPA is very reasonable. I don't think it would be as good as the individual IPAs that it tests that it is taken from. You know, if you went to Siren's, um, what does it say, flagship or uh, core range? Uh, Yeah, flagship, our flagship IPAs. Um, I don't think if you went to Siren or North or Salt to their flagship IPAs, this would be as good. I don't think it would stand up against those, but having not tried them this evening and not having them to memory, I can't actually say that that is true or not, but that's what I think, at least. Uh, but for this evening, yes, the, the double IPA, Fossil and Fern, from Left Handed Giant, is just really good. It's just excellent. It's just a really good beer. Uh, so, so easy and so easy. Yes, you do get a bit of alcohol burn, but 8.2% is not what you would expect right. from this this beer. It is just too, too good. Hmm. Uh, to finish this evening, Lucy uh, has chimed in saying that Party Animals, which was the, the Crack and Lervig collaboration beer, was her favorite for the evening. Uh, which surprises no one. Yeah. No, absolutely not. No, absolutely not. From from the first moment that she started talking about it, we knew it was going to be the yeah. um, the favorite beer for you. Oh, oh, she might actually be back. Hang oh. on, yeah, she's hey, back. She's welcome back. back. All right, tell I've, tell us about I've the party just animals. I've just said the crack. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Perfect, Lucy. If people want to talk to you about beers and stuff, why do they do so? She's totally frozen again. This is amazing. You you have to keep at least chunks of this frozen talk in for the podcast. Oh, uh, absolutely. Maybe not all of the hemming and hawing, but yeah. This last bit's staying in. I was like, Uh, yeah, this part too. If she'd have been able to answer, she'd have said in her very smiley face there. 
I was going to say, it's quite the good. It's like a Oh my god, that's amazing! That's even better. That's even better. She's that has to be the thumbnail, is that us smiling right now and that. Sorry. If you want to get to thumbnail this image. Oh, I hit. Oh yeah, I hit print screen. Smile. I can send it to you. Yeah, we're good. Lucy is juicy, Lucy nine. We, as a podcast, are tanked up cast on uh, Twitter, on Instagram. We haven't posted for months on either of those things because we've been busy. Life's been hard. Stuff's been Hmm. shit. Other voices have needed to be amplified, and we've kind of done so with retweets and, and, and stuff like that and left our own fucking bullshit to the side. But, I mean, we might start posting stuff again. Society and life hasn't seemed to have got any easier for anybody, really, yeah. has it? So, we'll see. Who knows? Uh, but, tanked up cast on those sorts of things. I'm at Nova underscore 47 uh, on PlayStation, on Steam, on Twitter. On Instagram as well. If you'd like to see more of my kitchen, I don't know whether I've actually posted any pictures of my kitchen on there, but I'll do one in a minute just to help that. Adol, if people want to talk to you, how do they do so? Uh, you can reach me at the Omniarch on all of the things except Twitch, where I am the underscore Omniarch, and I've got some weird ideas about what I might stream, and they're not necessarily video game related. Ooh, uh, so we'll see how that goes in the coming weeks. What are we going to do? Monday, Tuesday lunchtimes, roughly? I mean, that, that'll that be on the Out of Lives. I mean, on my weird Twitch channel. Oh, okay. Uh, Monday, so Monday, Tuesdays, we're fairly regular now on Out of Lives Network Twitch, where we also do the Tuesday night recording of um, this lovely show. But um, yeah, we're trying to figure out, but it's probably like something like more chatter on Mondays and more backseat gaming with two people on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. roughly. For a couple hours, 12, 1230 onwards. Nice. Again, details to follow. Pay attention to our Twitters. It's um, an evolving thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah but again, yeah, so I'm at the Omniarch, T H E O M N I A R C H. Nice. And you can go to outoflives.net or search for Out of Lives Network, either on Twitch, where you may be watching us now, uh, or on YouTube, where you may be watching us later. Oh, yeah. Well, right uh, now, when well, they're no, here. actually, yes, right now, yes. Yeah. Uh, or seeing some of the other things that other people produce and put up on our channels. Uh, yes, or go to outoflives.net because there's constant stuff going up on there. Various articles, various videos, different things are happening. Support the people that we are affiliated with. And Adam, who was a guest last week, has been playing some more Hard Space Shipbreakers. Uh, with absolutely disastrous results. He's so shit at that game. It is <laughs> hilarious. Uh, <laughs> what a way to finish. Uh, this week, we've been, you know, Adam and I have been slightly tanked up. Lucy's absolutely fucking gone. So yeah, she's bye. literally just flattened the internet for herself. Yeah. See ya. Bye www.outoflives.net